The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Good morning from a beautiful, bright and sunny Castlebar this morning, Pat. I'm delighted to hear it because the weather has been so variable over <laughs> the last little while. Um, loads of jobs to be done at this time of year. Is there anything that just must be done now or it's too late? No, no, it's, it's still a very busy time. I mean, autumn is always associated with the planting of plants, Pat. And in particular, if you need some screening or shelter in the garden or some hedging, this is the time of year to start considering planting hedging plants because any plant that's planted during October and November continues to grow beneath the soil right through the winter and into spring. So if you plant a hedge in October or November, you'll have a far better hedge as we go into spring of next year. It'll have set, set down a new foundation of roots. So it's a busy time for planting. It's also a time, Pat, if you've got your roses, if they're beginning to go out of flower, a good idea is to shorten them back, cut them back by about 50%. That'll stop any wind rock. And the other key thing to keep an eye on, we're going to be getting the night frost. We had a little bit of grass frost last week. Um, so over November, during November, we will see some heavy frost. So take in those 10 Tender plants, your coleus and geraniums and pelargoniums, the calla lilies, protect them now for the winter period. So they're the key things to be doing. Now, loads of questions. I have a foxglove planted beside a rhododendron. What do I do with the foxglove now that it's stopped blooming? Well, foxgloves are biennial, Pat. That means they last for two years, two, maybe three years. You can extend their, fla- their, their longevity by simply trimming back the flowers when they fade. So foxgloves tend to flower right in April and, and May, and we prune them back in June, and that reinvigorates the plant. So really, it's just a case of tidying it up now, maybe planting a few spring bulbs around the base rush, but just give it a tidy up. How to get rid of briars from my holly hedge? They've taken over the hedge. Well, the only solution really, Pat, briars by their nature tend to be very surface rooting. So if you get down to the soil level, sharp spade and literally just root out the root, just literally clean it out between the holly plants, that'll get rid of briars. It's the best way. Get down on the hands and knees, knees and root out the root system. What to do about black spot in climbing roses? I have a few. They're two years old and were destroyed this year. I tried spraying them, made no difference. So should I cut them back completely and when? That's from well, don't prune them. Yeah, don't prune them too severely. Climbing roses, we're really only shortening back the side stems. We're taking about two feet off the top of the really strong stems and then sh- shortening back the side stems. So give it a tidy up. They're, they are going to go out a leaf in the next couple of weeks and then start your spray program really early. So generally speaking, around St. Patrick's Day, I like to feed my roses with a high potassium feed because that helps to ward off diseases, but also give them the rose rescue from the beginning of March. You could also try some planting some salvias, Pat. We mentioned that a couple of weeks back, that salvias give off a natural fun during the summertime, which helps to ward off black spot as well. Now, my box hedge, boxes, I presume, has been hit by both blight and the caterpillars this year. Could Porik suggest a more robust alternative to start replacing it with? Absolutely. So you've got a couple of choices. There's a lovely plant called Euonymus microphyllus. Micro meaning small, phyllis meaning leaf. So it's got this really tiny dark green leaf, which is very, very similar to boxwood. But the euonymus microphyllus doesn't suffer from any pests or disease. It's a really, really good choice. The other alternative is a small-leaved holly. So there's a plant called Ilex crenata. It's holly, it's hardy, it's evergreen, but again, it's got those small little rounded leaves like boxwood. And again, it will tolerate 
our, our Irish conditions and it doesn't suffer from pests or diseases. And now is a very good time to plant both. We have a rowan tree in our back garden. It's weeping what looks like sap and it's attracting bees and flies. It's also discolouring the tree. What do I need to do with it? That's from Gerard. Jerry, that's a little bit of damage on your sorba. So my advice is to pop into your local garden centre. You'll get a, a compound called prune and seal. So on the wound, you need to clean off the wound with a little bit of sandpaper and dab on the prune and seal. And that can seal up the wound and stop any infection getting in. It's simply the sap that's exuding from it and that'll attract the, the insects. Now, my pampas grass is in full plume at the moment. Are you supposed to cut down the plumes when they start to wither or just leave them be? That's from Cathy and Gorey. Cathy, the great news is that the pampas grass is in flower at the moment. It's probably at its best now during October, November. It will stay in flower right up until February. And it's at that stage you cut back the flowering stem. So leave well enough alone. Enjoy it right through the winter. It'll be beautiful when the frosts come on it in December. And then in February, cut back the stems, give it a feed, and it's back into new growth again. Now, Vanessa's been on a couple of gardening questions. I planted some Acer Pacific Sunset Warren Red last winter. Trees are about seven feet tall with lots of side branches down to the base of the tree. Should I cut off the side branches this winter? And how high should I go in cutting off the side branches? And secondly, a Scots pine planted last winter has lots of yellow needles and beginning to shed a little. The soil is good and it's planted in a sunny spot. Is this normal for Scots pine? Yes, it is. And Scots pine is one of our native Irish trees, Pat, a lovely evergreen plant. But of course, some of the needles would show a bit of yellowing. Um, I, uh, that listener sent in a picture. I had a look at it. And you need to clean around the base, get any, get rid of the grass and weeds that are around the base of the, the Scots pine and feed it next spring in March. Give it a feed and it'll be perfectly fine. It's actually very, very healthy. In, relac- in relation to the Pacific sunset, this is one of the maples. Beautiful tree, quite a large tree. It's in the sycamore family. Um, and remove all the side branches up to about five or maybe six feet. So a nice clean stem and a nice rounded head. head. And it would be important to trim back some of the top growth as well to develop that lollipop shape on the Pacific sunset. And a final one. Can you advise when it would be best uh, to prune or tidy up a beech hedge? Now is a great time, Pat. All hedging plants will, will benefit from a light trimming back, no severe pruning. So beech are just beginning to change colour at the moment, but an excellent time to take the top off, maybe six or eight inches on the top. The same on the sides. No feeding again until next March. All right, Porik, thank you very much for all that timely advice. And that's all we have time for. A reminder that our items from today are uploaded as podcasts, which you can listen to on the News Talk app, powered by GoLad. Just search for The Pat Kenny Show. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.